been with you all along. This race that you're running was not given to the strong. Hey, Larry here. I know sometimes you're worried. Acts 29 today. Coming to you from partly sunny skies. In Chiang Mai, Thailand. I'm with you when you're so I want to welcome all my viewers in Thailand and around the world to this episode where you don't have to wait five minutes. You don't even have to wait three minutes. You don't even have to wait one minute. Because Acts 29 today starts right now. So welcome today. Uh, just want to take a quick few minutes to uh, share a couple things. <clears throat> I was reading along a couple days ago and the Holy Spirit said, Go over to Mark 4. I want to share with you a couple things about Mark 4. So I went over to Mark 4, and it's, uh, you know, it's it's one we're all very familiar with. Uh, so we're sows the word. And so we know that parable that so we're sows the word. He explained it to the disciples. And, uh, you know, the word was sown, some on stony ground, some on uh, some on thorns where thorns were growing and uh, and some on good soil and they produced fruit 30, 60 and 100 times as much as was sown. So, you know, we we know that story, that parable. But what the Holy Spirit was sharing with me was, uh, he said, you know, this parable isn't just for, you know, when somebody first hears the word in their life. You know, like the very first time somebody hears the word or they receive a witness, you know, about the gospel he said, you know, this Mark 4, this parable, this these things go on for a, your whole lifetime as a believer. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I never really thought of it that way. But yeah, yeah, this this parable is, is for a lifetime in the believer's life. So I just want to quickly go through these things. Uh, and share what what I kind of got out of it. So so this is this is any time that the word is sown in our hearts. Uh, when we read the word, when we hear the word, you know, when the Holy Spirit speaks to us the word or some direction or whatever. 
And so this, this is applicable anytime the word is sown in our lives for our whole lifetime. Because <clears throat> what happens is the same things that happened here. The ones along the path are those that have the word sown in their hearts. But here's what happens when the word is sown. When people hear the word, Satan comes at once and by force tries to take the message that was sown in them. So whenever we hear the word, Satan is always going to come at once and by force try to take that message away which was sown. Now remember this word by force because we'll get back to it. And the other thing that happens when the word is sown is people receive, accept, and welcome it with joy. But because they have no real root in themselves, so they endure for a little while. And then when, here it comes, trouble arises or persecution arises. Why? on account of the word. They immediately are offended, become displeased, indignant, and resentful, and they stumble and fall away. So this happens whenever we hear the word for our whole lifetime. These, these things are present. And, you know, we can react to these, the, the word the same way. And then there's the, the, those that were sown among the thorns because sometimes thorns creep in and grow in our lives and, and places. And these are the ones who hear the word. Okay, this could be any time in our lifetime. But the cares and anxieties of the world and distractions of the age And if there was ever a time when people had cares and anxieties of the world, it's now. And distractions of the age, I, I don't know if there was a time in history that had more distractions than we have today. And the pleasure and delight and false glamour and deceitfulness of riches. He's not talking about spiritual riches here. He's talking about temporary riches of this world. So because of the cares and anxieties of the world, distractions of the age, the pleasure and delight and false glamour, and deceitfulness of riches, and the craving and passionate desire for other things creep in, choke, and suffocate the word, and it becomes fruitless. And those sown on good, well-adapted soil are the ones who hear the word, receive and accept it and welcome it, and bear fruit some 30 times as much as sown, some 60 times, some even 100 times. So the sower sows the word. So anytime we get the word in our life, Satan comes at once and tries by force to steal the word. 
or trouble and persecution because of the word offends people and they end up falling away or the cares and anxieties of the world and distractions of the age and all of that creep in and they're fruitless. They don't produce any fruit. But the ones who hear and receive and accept it, welcome it. They bear fruit. 30, 60, and 100 fold. So, verse 22, we're going to go down, we're going to talk about verse 22, and he said, Well, first of all, he, he right after that, he, he said something a little different because right after that, he said, is a lamp to be brought in and put under a bed? No, it's to be put on a lampstand where it gives light. So then he said in 22, things are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation. For there's nothing hidden except to be revealed nor anything temporarily kept secret except in order that it that it be made known. Uh, so I need to go over to Colossians 2, 3 here for a second. Because this is, this is very good. Colossians 2, 3. In him all the treasures of divine wisdom, comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, and all of the riches of supernatural knowledge and enlightenment are stored up in him, in Christ, but they lie hidden. They're stored up and lie hidden. Well, why are they hidden? As a means to revelation. What he's talking about here in verse 22 Things are only hidden temporarily as a means to revelation. So these truths are, are there. They're in the Word, but they come out through revelation of the Holy Spirit. For there's nothing hidden except to be revealed or temporarily kept secret that it might be made known. If any man has ears to hear, let him listen and perceive and comprehend. So, and then he says in 24, be careful what you are hearing. Wow. We could uh, talk a week on that, right? Be careful what you are hearing because the measure, okay, now we're talking about a measure. Remember 30, 60, and 100 times? 30, 60, and 100 is talking about measures, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear, not to the false nonsense you hear, but to the truth you hear, will be the measure, 30, 60, or 100, of virtue and knowledge, and I might add revelation, that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you who hear. So this is, uh, this is really the kicker right here. The measure. So people always ask, well, why do some produce 30 and some 60 and some 100 as far as fruitful? Well, he tells us right here. 
because the measure of thought and study we give to the truth we hear. We give 30%, we give 60%, we give 100%. will be the measure, 30, 60, and 100, of virtue, knowledge, revelation that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. For to him who has, has what? Has been careful in what they were hearing and giving thought and study to the truth that they heard. To him who's been doing that will, will more be given. More what? More virtue and knowledge and revelation. And from him who has nothing, who doesn't have any truth, doesn't have any thought or study or virtue or knowledge, even what he has, even if he has a small amount, it will be taken away by force. Remember that word, by force, that I talked about in the beginning? It'll be taken away by force. Because Satan comes at once to steal the word by force. So how... How did... Uh, how did Satan take the word from Eve? He kind of... Kind of took it by force, didn't he? He just, he just came along and said... Uh, I hear you can't eat from the trees of the garden. She said, no, that's, that's not true. We can eat from all the trees of the garden, but the only one we can't eat from is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For if we eat from that one, we will die. We'll surely die. So Satan says, you will not surely die. So by force, he just opposes the word 100% and says, no, 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 no. You will not die. Because, and, and, and then you, that's where all the deception takes place. When people say because, you have to really watch and, and get your ears perked up when, when people get to the because. And the reason for that is, is you're either going to get some deception or you're going to get more truth. But you have to discern between the two. When people deceive people, they use that word a lot because, you know, you better, you might want to think about getting this big screen now because it's the last one we have. Because... A lady called me a little while ago and said that she was on her way down to take a look at it, that she she wanted to buy one. So, you know, just just tune up your ears when uh, when people say because because <laughs> you may be getting uh, something you didn't want. So, so this. This really, this process goes on, you know, for a lifetime with the Word. And so uh, 
it was really good. I I was really, uh, you know, kind of enlightened me a little more on this. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's be careful what you are hearing. You know, I used to hear a lot. I listened to, I listened to every preacher I could find in the beginning, and I read every book, and I, you know, went to the Christian confusion bookstores and got thoroughly confused there and all that stuff. And then, but I, but through the years, and it's been fifty years now. Uh, since I got born again, and through the years, I just kept noticing that I, I was reading fewer and fewer and fewer and fewer uh, Christian books, uh, till I quit going to the Christian bookstores altogether. I was listening to fewer and fewer fewer preachers. Uh, first ones I left behind was the Prosperity Pirates, but I just kept. You know, the Holy Spirit just kept narrowing, narrowing down the list, you know, to where <laughs> there are very few people that I will even listen to anymore or read about. So be careful what you are hearing because, because, and this is truth, the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear. And this is it right here. This determines the fruitfulness 30 times as much as was sown, 60 times as much as was sown, or 100 times as much as was sown. It all comes down to the measure of thought and study that we give to the truth that we heard. Because that measure will be the measure of virtue and knowledge, revelation that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you here. So it's like if I have a field and I sow wheat into 30% of the field, uh, I'm going to get back uh, 30% of what I sowed. If I sow 60% in that field, I'll get back 60%. If I sow the whole field, then it'll grow and I'll, I'll get 100% of what I sowed as a harvest. So the thought and study that we give is the key and so unfortunately you know most people think well you know if i just show up in the building every sunday when the ecclesia is gathering there uh you know and i get a few minutes of the word which may or may not be the truth nowadays uh, you know, and then the rest of the week, you, you just do whatever. You put all your thought and study into everything but the Word. Uh, yeah, you, you're not going to get anything back. And even what little you had will be taken away from you by force by the enemy who comes to steal any word which was sown. 
So it's extremely important in this day and age that, that we have our own personal private time in the Word, in worship, in prayer, in time spent with the Spirit on our own, by ourselves, just us and Him. And that's something that is not even hardly ever talked about in the building anymore. But without it, you know, that's one of the reasons there's so little produced today in um, in the uh, believers' circles around the world. So, anyway, I just wanted to uh, pass along that little bit of uh, inspiration that I got the other day. And... I hope that uh, it brought a little encouragement into your into your life. Larry here, Acts 29 today. I want to thank you for tuning in to this edition. God bless you, and I will see you on the next one.